shooter. If I've been out here selling myself short, pushing for less just for the love of the sport and no gimmies. Clear to see it, send me the vibe. But the hustle is not only taking the strides to see more better, not only more cheddar. Talk it like I walk it, call it poor man special. Seen more than envy in the eyes on my drive. Lessons over losses just to keep my sister proud. Can't describe the time it took just for me to hold my head instead of showing all my knowledge. Slow to speak instead. And beyond that, I learned how to finesse the force direct with my mouthpiece. That's verbal in the course. What's that? To the Verbal Intercourse Podcast Got your host Nick Walker back in the building With you today Shout out to everybody that's been, been subscribing Been listening, been sharing the podcast Real grateful at Verbal Intercourse And today Got a special guest in the building Host of Tapped In Reviews oh, yeah. Host of Uncork Jackson Shout out to Mr. Jonathan Jones Mr. Tapped In, what's up bro? <laughs> good game, my whole government Yeah, yeah. Had to, had to <laughs> Man, everything good man, I can't 2022, just, you know, starting the year off right and just started Uncork the podcast and still continue to tap the review. So I can't complain, man. Everything good. Hey, man, that, that's great to hear, bro. He he, one of the guys that I've really been impressed with as far as the content that he creates, and he's definitely an inspiration to another fellow podcaster. So, yeah, man, shout out to you, bro, man. We're going we gonna to get right into it, man. Just like you said, 2022, just starting, bro. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, last night I did a podcast by myself. I kind of talked about my New Year's resolutions. So I wanted to hear what you had to say. Did you have any New Year's resolutions or any goals that you set for your personal life or your podcast? Okay. So when 2022 came in, I told myself, I like, you know, I want to be more consistent with myself because we're making content for tapped in reviews and uncorked, I felt like I was pretty consistent, but I wasn't giving that same energy to myself. Yeah. So I like, well, I'm gonna try to give myself that same energy that I'm giving to these platforms. And um I also want to be in my relationship with God and just get closer and be more in tune with my spirituality because I feel like over the years I kind of got out of touch with it with the pandemic going on and not going to church as much. Just want to Re make that connection again, mm-hmm. and man, uh, so consistency, God, and it was another one, and just uh, making myself more uncomfortable, real. And let me uh, I'm gonna expound on it a little bit. Yeah. So, I seen a quote, I can't remember why I seen it. it was a TV show or Facebook, I can't remember why I saw it, but it stuck with me, and it said, you know, success lives outside the comfort zone. And I've been seeing proof of that just by making myself and putting myself in uncomfortable situations or doing something I wouldn't, I wouldn't normally do, like going out by myself as opposed to, you know, hitting up friends or uh, putting myself in an opportunity I wouldn't normally put myself into or talking to a stranger and just seeing where it goes. So I'm just trying to make myself more uncomfortable because I feel like, once I get too comfortable, I think I just 
it's just stagnated. You can't yes. feel that growth. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And I want to grow so like I just okay, if I make myself uncomfortable, I get comfortable with it, do it again, and I feel like I just continue to grow like that. Hell yeah, man. All of those sound great, bro. Like basically what I was saying last night was kind of the same stuff, but I feel like I didn't put enough emphasis on how I want to grow and mature more as a Christian, just kind of like you said. Yeah. You know, just like you stated, you know, the pandemic kind of all kind of had us away from the church or, you know, we we was kind of so emotionally uh, bogged down by the pandemic that sometimes we kind of strayed away, you know. Yeah. But but yeah, definitely in 2022, you know, I'm I'm with you on that, man. Just definitely got to get back into it back into the word and you know and and those are some beautiful resolutions though man and it's it's something i plan on sticking to i want to make it like a a lifestyle change as opposed to a resolution because the word resolution it get thrown around every Mm -hmm. year and i really want to make a lifestyle change and just make that a part of my everyday living that's real man that's real so yeah man those are great bro like, you know, we started off 2022, you know, doing the Jackson Music Indie Week. Yeah. And, and that was dope. It, it was dope collaborating with you, collaborating with other podcasters, getting to see some of the city's um, brightest talent uh, in different spectrums of music, whether it was hip hop or R&B or soul or you even had some alternative music out there. So, oh, yeah. So, and you was pretty much out the whole week, man. Oh, yeah, man. I was so tired. I'm <laughs> yeah. talking about I was tired. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, you know, I, I think I went out probably about four times that week. But I, I I pretty much think you was at every event. I think I might have missed one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I missed one. Everything else I pretty much went to. Yeah, that's dope, man. How, how was that experience for you? Because I know for me personally, I thought it was a really dope experience. And and I was really proud of myself for participating and for being a part of it because, you know, we started our podcast, what, in 2020? Yeah. 2020, and, you know, it seemed like we making moves towards, you know, our goals or whatever. Oh, yeah. So uh, talk to me about your experience on the Jackson Indie Music Week. Man, if I had to put one word on it, it's probably motivation because seeing other creators in their space – it just motivates you to really get on your grind. And this, it motivated me like a mother, like for real. Mm-hmm. And uh, just picking up different tips from different people because everybody, even though we're doing the same thing, everybody is good at something. Really? And sometimes I feel like I'm not the best at asking interview questions. So I'm in a room where I feel like people are good at it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm picking up tips from them. So it's just, it's, it really was motivating. And, uh, it was a great experience, and it gave me a feel of, like, how it would be working in media if I was to ever, you know, venture into that route, especially with media day being damn near four hours. Like, Real we, was, we were there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, but nah, it, it was, was a, a marathon. <laughs> but it was a great experience, and the artists were, uh, you could tell that they loved it because all of them might not get a chance to, you know, talk about themselves or have a platform to really, you know, express themselves and Jackson in the music, we, you know, gave them that opportunity. And I just love it, man. Yeah, for sure, bro. Like I, I definitely saw some of the artists out just like you was out. Like, even though they weren't performing, they was going to like every event. Yeah. And I thought that was really profound because it, to me, it showed the hunger to kind of connect with people that, you know, exchange numbers, 
um, get get to know each other a little better, and maybe we had some chemistry to create together, or this, that, and the other. Kind of the same thing between the podcasters. We we exchanged uh, information, numbers, social media pages. We subscribe to each other's stuff, so we can kind of collaborate and connect with each other. And I think that's that's what will build the infrastructure, music wise and creativity wise, in Jackson. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Because Jackson is so talented. I feel like uh, I feel like we as Jacksonians, we sleep on ourselves. Real. I mean, the people on the outside, they don't sleep on us regardless. But I feel like we sleep on ourselves too, man. Man, we sleep on. I feel like we sleep on ourselves so much because I feel like we from the bottom. We at the bottom of the map. Yeah. We in the Bible Belt. You know it. You know people do good things in Mississippi and Jackson, but a lot of time, a lot of us come from an environment where we don't know nobody that doing shit good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. So in uh, creativity wise, you know, we 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 don't realize just like Kamikaze was saying, we are the birthplace of American's music. Mm-hmm. And so um, as 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 well as creativity in different ways, as far as outlets and and uh, sports or whatever you want to call it, Mississippi got got a place at the table. So uh, so, yeah, man, I just think that. That was just a good start to start off our 2022 oh, yeah, as far man. as being amazing. creative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I really appreciated that opportunity, and I'm looking forward to it next year. So, so uh, talk to me a little bit about who were you, who were you most impressed with music wise that week, or uh, and and also who who is somebody one of the artists that you are really looking forward to hearing more from him after seeing him perform uh, during last week. Man, it's so many, man, because uh, I was already pretty much kind of in tune with some of the local artists. So uh, some of the people that I already knew they were going to do their thing, they did their thing, like Mastodon, mm-hmm. like Sunday with Dre Dice. Like, his crowd control is amazing. Like, he just, he a whole vibe. Um, Akeem Ali came back home, man. Right. The the show was amazing, no yeah. lie. Like he he did his thing. Like you could tell, like he put a lot of work into what he doing. Mm-hmm. And I just like the fact that he gave his uh the people that he liked, he gave them an opportunity to get their shine for real. Like for real. they weren't even on the indie music we card, <laughs> and sure. they had miniature sets. So I and I just loved it. Um, a couple of artists that really kind of stood out to me. Uh, Jake Will. Yeah, the uh, R and B toxic type. Yeah, demon time. (laughs) Yeah, man. Is I definitely plan on listening to him more and um, the kid Kerr, like uh, yeah, little cat from Chicago to go Jack State. Like I really, I listen to one of his tracks. I'm like, okay, I can get with this. Like, yeah, and he can really rap. Like he got, he got talent and and can perform too. Yeah, man. Like it's. They they really stuck out to me. Everybody else did their thing too, but those were some of my favorites. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, I I think I think I can pretty much agree with everything you just said. I'm I'm really looking forward to what Jake Will got to do. Yeah, uh, you know we talked and we gonna have a podcast in the future. So shout out to him. But uh, but yeah, man, I I really enjoyed Mastodon. It was and and I also really enjoyed watching a King Ali perform because. Never seen a perform before. Kind of never seen a rap concert go like that. Yeah, like I've never, like I've been to probably, I would say probably about north of a of a hundred. Well, I ain't gonna say north. I say about a hundred shows in the past five years. Okay, as far as like big time artists, small time artists, whatever. 
And I ain't never seen a nigga, <laughs> you, you know, hit you, hit you with some temptation shit. You know what I'm saying to start off the show, and that that shit was that shit was dope as hell. And I really liked the energy of his hype man. I don't know his name, but man, <laughs> I fuck with him. I went found that man on IG, man. That man, it looked like he been hype all his life. Yeah, that, that boy the truth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, man. But yeah, man. So shout out to all the artists that participate in Jackson Indie Music Week. You know, me, me, and Mister Tapped in. We gonna be working with all of y'all. You know, for the for the most part. Oh yeah. Whenever you want to tap in, or ever, whenever you want to come into the Verbal Intercourse podcast, we we'll be lucky to have you. So yeah, shout out to y'all. So yeah, man, let's let's talk about your podcast and and your uh and your tapped in reviews for a second, man. You've okay. Been, you've been doing great work, bro, and uh, really proud of you. Love what you produce. I oh, thank you, man. Thank so you. so let's start off by talking about how you even got started into creating tapped in reviews and uh, and Uncork Jackson. Man, so tapped in reviews pretty much stem from it wasn't even, so I planned it before the pandemic. The pandemic just so happened to happen. So. I was telling my friends over and over, I'm going to start a uh, YouTube channel reviewing liquor. And uh, one of the content creators I first, uh, that I really got the idea from was a channel called Jones and Man. Mm-hmm. And it was two black guys and they pretty much reviewed spirits and they gave their honest opinion. And I just loved the vibe because they two best friends. And mm-hmm. uh, I just loved the vibe. I was like, you know what? I want to do that. I want to review liquor because I kind of started drinking late in life. I ain't started drinking out till I was twenty five. For real? Yeah. So, <laughs> so at twenty one, you just was like, I ain't, I ain't drink nothing from zero to twenty four. I didn't drink nothing. That's crazy. Like, so twenty five, <laughs> it was a New Year's party. Oh, uh, we had something called Hunch Punch where we just had a concoction of liquor. Definitely, and, not had that before. <laughs> and Tampico and Sprite and everything you can think of in a big old cooler. Yep. And I was drinking it. And it tastes like Kool Aid, and I just got. Fucked up. <laughs> and uh so I ain't know how to drink. So yeah. with me not knowing much about liquor, it was pretty much whoever watching, they went on a journey with me because all the liquors that I pretty much did on Tapping Reviews, it was my first time trying on camera. And I just so happened to uh collaborate each time I tried it to help my audience grow. You know what? That's why it makes sense that you don't like Hennessy. Because you didn't start drinking till you was twenty five. Yeah. At twenty five, we, you know, I would say at eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, all those years up until twenty five, your frontal lobe hadn't fully developed yet. Yeah. So at twenty five, you the smartest that you that that you can possibly be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel that, yeah. <laughs> so I so ain't shit, think about it like that. Yeah, so so basically, you know, at twenty one, twenty two we looking at Hennessy like a delicacy. Yeah. You know, at 25, you like, this shit trash. Yeah. And then what year did you turn 25? In 2015. 2015. All right. That that makes sense. That makes sense why you don't like (laughs) Hennessy. But go ahead, bro. And it's crazy (laughs) that you say that because now it makes me realize why I appreciate some liquors that other people don't. Exactly. So some people don't (laughs) like vodka, gin, or tequila. Because, you know, in that college days, they had the cheap stuff. They was on Bumpy Face. See, for sure. They was on Taka. But if you actually drink some quality gins and some quality vodkas and some quality tequila, you'll grow appreciation for it. Now, I like gin. I like how it blends with tonic water, which is weird. That shit tastes like Sprite. It's yeah, like, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I just have a different appreciation for liquor because once I started, like you said, mm-hmm. 
my mind I already had developed and <laughs> to actually making my own decisions instead of being influenced by everybody else. Because that's all it w- what it was, bro. Yeah. Like growing up, especially in college, you know, you try Incredible Hulk. You might drink uh, Bacardi 151. Yeah, oh, you, oh. Yeah, yeah. We went through a spell where we was drinking Bacardi 151 in, in college. Yeah. Uh, we was drinking uh, Paul Masson in college, E&J. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You skipped over all that shit because at 25, you got a little money in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> so you ain't going to the cheap. Now, you- now mind you, let me, let me say this. <laughs> I didn't know the cheap stuff was cheap until I got it, and then when I was bringing it around, and nobody wasn't drinking it. <laughs> what was the first bottle you brought? Though? Man, one time I was at my homeboy wedding, man. I said, you know, I'm going to make a liquor store run. I come back with a big-ass bottle of taco vodka and some other cheap, and nobody touched it. I'm like, why nobody ain't touching it? So I just I took it with me. And then as I got older, I was like, that's why they didn't touch yeah, it. Nobody had food with that crap. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody, bro. I, I think I can count. On one hand, and when I say on one hand, maybe twice that I done had taco vodka. Yeah. Now I done definitely had some cheap gins. Yeah. Then de- because we was drinking Seagrams and and the real low level gins, <laughs> gin and juice, and oh, yeah. all that bullshit, and uh, the hypnotics. MD twenty twenty. MD MD twenty twenty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. So yeah, that that made perfect sense why you don't like him. So uh, so what liquor on your Old tapped in reviews is your favorite liquor. Man, it's so hard to choose one, man. Yeah. It's almost impossible. Cause like usually when people ask me this question, I would choose one from each type of spirit. But if I had to pick, okay, I'm gonna do that. Might as well. Yeah. Uh, favorite rum, I would probably have to go with uh, Bumble and Captain Morgan Private Stock. Private okay. Stock is. Uh, Almost $10 cheaper than Bamboo, and it's just as good with, like, a little different flavor profile, mm-hmm. and it's a dark rum. Um, gin, McQueen, and uh, Indigo, that's Snoop Dogg gin, and, that, and the other one is uh, Celebrity Indoors by Wiz Khalifa. Oh, okay. And it's it's, it's it's a pretty good gin. So so with them endorsing gins, I wonder, would that, would that go well with, you know, weed? Because it's snooping. That's a good question. It's snooping weeds. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I haven't dabbled it. Have I dabbled into it? I don't know. Them two of the most weed smoking niggas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Indigo is good. And, and uh, McQueen is pretty good, too, for, for them to be gins. Uh, vodka, mm, I probably have to go with effing. 50 Cent. You that's still, 50 Cent, huh? Yeah. Well, he, well, he not over uh, under it no more. But, okay. Yeah, but that's, that's a pretty decent gin. And you really can't go wrong with Ciroc. Cognac, um, fifty cent Branson. That's a pretty good cognac. I like really? it. Okay. Yeah, I like. How it. much it costs? Mm, the red bottle is about a little less than sixty dollars. Okay, but I'm not a cognac fan at all, so I'm not gonna buy it. I buy it just another reason it. why you don't like him. Yeah, I'm just not a <laughs> cognac like fan. Duce? I'm not a cognac fan, so mm. I would drink it if it's there. And I love mixed drinks with cognac, like yeah. strawberry Hennessy. Or any type of Hennessy margarita, I love them because okay. they work. But uh, <laughs> I think I'm missing a couple. Uh, tequila, Maestro Dobell, hands down. For the price, is it's about fifty dollars a bottle, but it tastes like it could be a hundred dollars a bottle. Uh, mm. And uh, I think I'm missing one. Brandy, I don't too much dabble into brandy, so I ain't gonna even give a choice on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I hadn't dabbled into Brandy in a long time. I think that would be the E&J. E&J. Yeah. And, uh, 
Parmesan, both of those are brandies. Right, right, right. But yeah, those are my favorites, man. Right. Oh, one more thing, Doctor Stoner's. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> y'all I go was, check that out. Yeah, check out Doctor Stoner's. <laughs> I was featured on Tapped In Reviews. We reviewed Doctor Stoner's the uh, tequila, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I think it was the rum. Yeah, we 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 did the rum on the street. We did the whiskey on the street. Oh, we did the whiskey on the street, yep, and we did, we did the rum on the review. On the review. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, tap into that, man. Tap into Tapped In Reviews. So. Let's let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about Uncorked. Uncorked is is a really dope. It's a really dope show. Got basically a, a all black male panel, pretty much. And well, yeah, yeah. And y'all just my talk. boy Drazen, he, he he got a little Puerto Rican on him, but uh, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> I can see it a little bit. I can see it. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, man, that's that's dope work, man. And that, and I feel like you really pushing that one now to kind of get it moving. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So so talk to me a little bit about what gave you the idea to do that, and also the the subjects that you kind of go over. Okay. On. So. Me and my group of friends, we've all we've been together since ninth grade for the most part. Some even sixth grade. So like the people that you see on the podcast, I've been knowing them for years. And we always wanted to start a podcast, but no one ever really like took the initiative. Mm-hmm. So once I started doing tapped in reviews, I got more media savvy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I feel like I can put up put a plan together where all of us can Pretty much pitch in to get some uh, pretty good equipment, and we can kick it off. I, I know how to edit and everything, and we can just go from there. So, like, that's really – oh, the topics. Yeah. We like to, we like to talk about hot topics. We like yeah. to give our uh, – It's barbershop topics. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's censored a little bit because, it's, you know – Yeah, we, it's censored a little bit yeah. because you want the platform to grow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, – we pretty much just talk about controversial topics. Not all of them are controversial, but like yeah, because y'all did one on with uh about Dion and prime time at Jackson State, which sure that's not controversial, but it's a really good topic. Yeah, yeah. and and, and it, it could be controversial because some people can can be like, well, you know, should didn't have to uh play for his job. Like he the coach mm-hmm. son, he gonna automatically be the quarterback or right. Dion building a team around the quarterback, which I somewhat agree. With, but don't everybody though? But it's his son. Yeah, but I mean, this guy's great. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I mean, I'm, I'm just, yeah. But yeah, so I don't want to get too deep yeah, into yeah, that. Yeah. But oh, uh, we just wanted to give our, uh, a male's point of view on topics that you know people might not hear because uh, a lot of black men really don't voice their opinions a lot. Well, at this day and age, we're getting more into it. But uh, let's just say. If we're talking about uh, dating or marriage, a lot of people don't think black men want to be married. We we want to be married just like the next person. Yeah. It but sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you gotta you know everybody gotta get on the same page in communication. So it's just we want to open people's eyes. We want to uncork their minds and thoughts and yeah, that's a good statement. Uncork their minds. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, <laughs> and my boy Holly said that at the beginning of the uh, last yeah, I episode saw him say we that. dropped. So yeah, like. You just trying to get people uh minds uncorked and just open their minds to a different way of thinking. And just like with tapped in reviews, I'm trying to open their minds to a different way of drinking. Real. So yeah, man, that's that's hella dope, man. You kind you kinda brought it up to to bridge into my next question. 
because you you stated that one of the main reasons you created a podcast is because you wanted black male opinions to be to be heard, you know. Oh, yeah. And I'm kind of the same way. The, the reason why I started the podcast was to be informative, fun, and for black males as well as women, which I have a lot of women guests and a lot of women listeners, to be able to come on and be in a safe space and to be able to voice their opinion. So so um, going into my next question, I've been reading a lot of opinions online, especially from black women and black men, basically saying that every time a mic is in front of a black man, they, they usually <laughs> they usually embarrassing black people. They um, being misogynistic towards black women, being disrespectful towards black women, uh, basically trying to fit black women into a box when black women should be upheld on, on a pedestal. Uh, so, um, and I agree with I yeah. agree with those things. Yeah, yeah, we we both agree with those things. So, talk to me a little bit about about that because, like I said, I done seen tweets where they said black men having podcasts is like one of the worst things that happened since the crack epidemic. Like when they said they said it's one of the they I I've, I read tweets that said like outside of COVID nineteen. <laughs> This is one of the worst things that happened to black men in the past <laughs> in the past three years. Real talk, bro. I am not making this shit up. Last night, I literally searched black men having podcasts on Twitter yeah. because all the tweets are pop up. And I was just in just of yesterday, motherfuckers is still talking about this shit. You know what I'm saying? So talk to me a little bit because we both black men with yeah. podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious, man. That that's hilarious. Man. Listen, so they say we're, you know, misogynist. So, you know, I feel like some men do get a podcast and be misogynist. Mm-hmm. And uh, before I came in here, I had to look something up because I ain't know if it was a word for it. Because, you know, misogyny is like the hating women, right? Yeah. It, I, yeah. Misogyny is, I would say, is being biased towards a sex yeah in the subject matter i I, I, I think it's specifically to women when oh, i was specifically it's to women yeah okay. okay like i don't think a woman can be misogynistic the word for a woman is called misandry or something like that oh okay and Damn, i looked didn't at, know that yeah and it's the hate <laughs> towards men i feel like uh with a lot of not all women not all <laughs> but with a lot of the women podcasts i see it's a lot of hate towards men being spewed all over the internet, and black men we don't say nothing, right? I mean, we now we got podcasts, so now we can you know voice our opinion. But like, we never said black women having a podcast is the worst thing yeah. to hit the streets. Right, crack. right, right. Never said <laughs> That's that. Hell- so like, it's, <laughs> so now we just even the playing ground, and we. We're not trying to fight or nothing. We just voicing our opinion. Right. I mean, but like I said, like, it's a lot of women that go crazy and bash and hate men. And it's a lot of men that uh, get a voice and bash and hate women. But it's just crazy. It's like, why can't we have a voice? Yeah. Like, even daytime TV. Like, if you think about um, some of the shows they have on, they always talk about the empowerment of black women. I love it. Know what I'm saying? Empower the black woman, but I feel like in the process sometimes of not a light, a shadow gets shined down on the black man in the process. Like, definitely can make that argument. Yeah, yeah, and, for sure. And just us as black men, like 
a podcast is somewhat of a outlet for us to express our feelings because growing up, us as black men, we're taught to suppress what we actually feel. Yeah, bottle it like, in. And yeah, just suck it up. Yeah. So now we got an outlet. Now it's the uh, worst thing since crack in the 80s. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Man, crack in the 80s fucked us, fucked, fucked us up it as a really race. <laughs> <laughs> now, now me and get a microphone and speak like, oh, no, we got to stop this. <laughs> Bruh, yeah, when I was reading them tweets, man, I just like, I just was like, bro, like, <laughs> That's are, are y'all niggas serious right now? But like, real talk, to piggyback off what you said, yeah, I, I totally agree. I feel like, I feel like, you know, they, I feel like black males should be able to talk openly. Yeah. Like, like, at one side, you got black women in dating and friendships or just speaking out, saying that black men need to open up more, black men need to soften up more. When what does that look like if that doesn't mean communicating more out loud? Yeah, like that's to to me, it's kind of ass backwards. And and it's also interesting that you said that because when I when I be on Facebook, I just I share shit to see how certain people will react. You know what I'm <laughs> it saying? Be some funny shit too. It, it be some funny shit, but at the same time, I find all of it funny. I I share shit. Bashing black men, I share shit bashing black women. Yeah, but it's interesting to see how when you bash a black man, it's just a bunch of laughing. It's a bunch of laughing. But if you say something that they feel like bashing black women, a lot of comments. It's a lot of fucking comments. <laughs> a lot of DMs. A lot. That's why. That's why I put that uh <laughs> that meme up there with that with that bald head dude with that knife out it, and and I'm like, hold the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's every time, and 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 it's and it's interesting, bro. It's just hella interesting that, how that shit always go like that. That meme so funny, Jim. bro. It's, it's funny as hell because, <laughs> bro, bro. I seen that meme on Twitter. I said, man, I got to use it. That shit saved in my phone. But but yeah, man. Like I definitely feel it, and and you know sometimes I share stuff to kind of gauge. I get I look for podcast topics. I gauge how certain people react. To uh, opinion And it's crazy bro It's just it's, And it makes me think about how You know Even though I have fun Podcasting I need to make sure that Of course I'm expressing myself 100% truthfully But also Certain shit You just shouldn't say You know yeah. what I'm saying Even if you think it yeah. Certain shit you just shouldn't say You know what I'm saying So yeah Shout out to all my black queens Out there man Hey I'm man. holding it down I ain't mis- I am not a misogynist Unchain me <laughs> <laughs> And put that knife up <laughs> And put and put that knife up Unchain me <laughs> So yeah man let, Let's talk a little bit of mo- uh, About tapped in reviews Man you got You got monetized Real quickly bro Oh yeah man Yeah um, That was really the goal Because uh, I really Look at what everybody do And I see what good they do So Shout out to my boy Benny Gold. He was one of the first people I knew personally that had a a YouTube channel. And I just watched him promote it and watched it grow. He got, you know, a thousand subscribers and he was trying to get his watch hours and he did a lot of collabs and all that stuff. And I used that. I used the mold from that. I used the mold from Jones and Man with the liquor reviews. And I just put some of my own innovation into it. And I said, you know what? I feel like with all the things I know, I can make this happen within a year. Yeah. So I just put all those tools together. I reached out to different YouTube groups. I 
constantly promoted every day. I posted on my page. I made funny stories about it. I made, I uh, I would literally text different people like, hey, check out my YouTube channel, subscribe. I'm trying to, you know, reach this goal. And it just, it happened. Yeah, <laughs> that's lit, bro. So I wanted to ask you, because this year, I think one of my goals is to focus on building up content for YouTube. And I wish I had started out like that because I probably would have been monetized by now. But I'm finna try to build up my subscribers, build up my content on YouTube, as well as, you know, putting it out on audio, but putting a face to verbal intercourse and stuff like that. One thing I do notice that you do, it's like you 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 never get tired of promoting yourself. And that is amazing. That's a skill within itself. Because I feel like. Every morning, I know you're going to post something from your podcast or tapped in reviews. And that's amazing within itself because it gets tiring. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it definitely gets tiring, man. <laughs> but, but do you have any advice for me as well as any advice for any other content creators on how to get monetized? Uh, so how to get monetized? Now, and I only, only avenue I know to get monetized so far is YouTube. YouTube. And then other ways, you know, you can sell merch because you know about that. Yeah. And uh, just figure out what people want and see if you can put a price on it for the most part. Like, it's, it's that simple. But, like, getting monetized on YouTube, the search algorithm is going to help you the most. And if people are actually searching for what you're doing and it's not oversaturated, then you have a better chance of getting monetized. Because if not, it's hard. I'm talking about it is extremely hard. I feel like, honestly, I feel like the amount of work I did to make tap interviews monetized, I would have to either double or triple that for the podcast. Only because uh, the things that we talk about on podcasts, trying to figure out how to put it in the search algorithm and making sure it's not oversaturated. Because... If I talk about men and cheating, it's a me and other podcast talking about that. Yep. But if I'm talking about one particular liquor like Blue Bel Air, mm-hmm. people are literally going in YouTube typing in Blue Bel Air, and my video is going to be like one, two, or three on the list. So now the watch time is important and the sus- subscriber uh, count is important. And you're going to get subscribers and watch times just off people typing in Blue Bella and clicking on your video. But if you're a podcast and you're talking about, you know, black men and cheating, all the popular podcasts are going to show up first and then you might be at the bottom somewhere. So I feel like you just have to be real creative with a podcast and trying to monetize it. Yeah. Because it's, the searchable content isn't there. Now, if you're talking about something popular, let's just say HBCU sports. And I, I found this out just by testing it out. That is one of those things that people, especially with Dion coming to uh, Jackson State, people are searching it. Yeah, because I saw that that's one of your, that, that's probably your most viewed one on. It is. Um, on court. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And like, I didn't know that it was a hot topic. Like that until I did it, and I made sure I had all the uh, search engine optimization um, words in my description in my title. Yeah. So when people type in Dion Sanders or Shadur Sanders or Shallow Sanders or HBCU football, my video will pop up. I don't know what number it will pop up, but it's definitely going to pop up. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit harder to do that when you're talking about uh, 
black men in marriage yeah. because a lot of people talk about it. So. Right, right. Yeah, so, yeah, we definitely going to talk about more about that because yeah. my idea with verbal intercourse is – well, I ain't gonna say it on camera, so yeah, for somebody to take it. But, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely got an idea, so that 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 could make me kind of go in the same realm as I uh, monetized uh, pages on YouTube do, yeah. but at the same time be a little bit different. And and from what I see uh, on there, you know, I could kind of optimize my search words and all that type of shits. But yeah, I'll talk to you a little bit about that. Yeah. Off a of camera and off of the mic. <laughs> <laughs> People will still. Now I will uh say something about uncorked. So like I started for my friends. Well we we pretty much like started together. I was just like the guy that's mainly behind the scenes doing all the editing and stuff. Yeah. And uh I wanted to kind of grow in two different ways. And whoever listened, they can steal this or whatever. <laughs> but uh and I don't mind if they steal it because I know I'm going to do it better. So that's pretty important. <laughs> like, like, even with tap their reviews, I wasn't worried about nobody stealing it because nobody going to do it like yeah. I do it. Plus, it's people that do what we do. It's just that, you know, I mean, we are who we are. Yeah. Everybody go in their own lane. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, with Uncorked, I'm, the way I'm trying to make it grow, this is my strategy. And, I, hey, it's free game, y'all. I'm going to make hot topics. I want to talk about controversial stuff that, like, Women like, oh, nah, nah, nah. Like, I know it's going to get the views. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, might as well talk about it. Yeah. Uh, short, form, short form content, pretty much making shorts, reels, and TikToks. Yep. That draws attention to people to go watch the full thing. So, I'm really focused on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now, uh, like I was telling you, Master Dunn came on. We did an interview, and he did a freestyle. Yeah, I'm going to be doing some of that, too. <laughs> I personally love watching freestyles, mm-hmm. and uh, I said, you know what? Let's let's do it on uh, tap in reviews, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, on court, on court. Yeah, that'll be dope, bro. That'll and, uh, be dope. I feel like it's gonna make it grow because people gravitate towards freestyle, even if they don't watch the whole interview. They're gonna watch that two or three minute freestyle, yeah, and it might entice them to watch the interview. So, if I'm working with different artists and they're really pushing themselves and they have their name in the search algorithm, I could easily put. Uh, Mastodon on my title and in my uh description, and whenever somebody type in Mastodon, my interview will pop up on. on yeah. It, so as well as you could type in the song title name freestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Or just type in like put his uh album name in my uh mm-hmm. in my search uh in the description box, and when someone type in Pyrex Plus, one of their interview will pop up. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, that sound that sound dope, bro. Yeah, verbal intercourse soliloquy is returning just in a different form. <laughs> yeah, and so soliloquy that was yeah. that was fire, man. Like yeah. it, it really actually like opened my eyes to artists that I wouldn't normally listen to because like yeah. my first time hearing a B King the Goat was from verbal intercourse, mm-hmm. and she fired like she <laughs> she put out some good music. I mean, I ain't I ain't no chick, but like just from. <laughs> Yeah, she, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She borrowed up. So shout out to B King. Yeah, man, we we rock with you at Verbal Intercourse. She was like my first artist that I got on to yeah. the podcast. So yeah, and she that, did her thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the that's the homie right there. So yeah, man. So um, I, I got a final question for you. Then we are gonna roll out, bro. So five years ago, did you think you would be creating content, creating the podcast, and where do you see your platforms? Moving forward five years from now. Man, five years ago was, I think, 2017. 
I didn't see myself making content, but I can say I've always had a vision for it and I watched other people. So like it's like I'm a sponge. So like whatever I'm seeing, I'm absorbing it. I don't know when I'm gonna use it. Yeah. But I'm absorbing it. So like like when I was talking about Benny Gold, like he probably had his YouTube channel like and is well, he was promoting a lot back in probably like 2016, 2017, because we were working together at Sam's Club. And uh, I'm just absorbing it. all the things he's doing. And I'm just like, you know what? Because, like, I critique it, but I be in my head like, oh, I would have did this different. Yeah. I would have did that different. I like the way he did this. I like the way he did that. And I'm like, well, whenever I start a platform, I'm just going to, all the things I was critiquing, I'm going to critique myself. Man. And uh, I did not see myself doing this five years ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I started it. And uh, five years from now, that's tough because that'll be what, 2027? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, honestly, tapping reviews at Uncorked, I want it to be like a media outlet uh, for Mississippi. Yeah. And uh, we always talk about like how artists can do a press around in Mississippi with, uh, you know, these podcasts and platforms and any of the other media platforms. Mm-hmm. I want. I wanna I wanna build my fan base in Mississippi. I love Mississippi because it's uh you know, it's slow motion, even though it's it needs some growth. I can always travel, so but <laughs> yeah. I love Mississippi and I want it I want uncorked and tapped in to be a household name. First in Mississippi, next everywhere else. So that's that's the goal, man. Hey. And hey. make money from uh doing what I love to do. Like I would love to like just sit at home, man, <laughs> drink content, create, drink liquor, and create content. Man, and I, I ain't got a drink liquor. You can just talk about the liquor and still have content. Yeah, yeah, bro. That'll that'll be crazy, bro. And and you know if you keep grinding and keep doing what you're doing, man, I can definitely see that for you, bro. I can definitely tell your passion in your podcast, and you inspire me to create more. So yeah, man. Shout out to you. Shout- little do you know you, you <laughs> inspire me a lot because uh, I I. I try to surround myself with people. I like what they're doing. And, you know, whatever you surround yourself with, that's what you become. And just uh, meeting you and some of my homeboys and just anybody that's, I feel like, on the right path to doing stuff, I try to surround myself with them and let whatever they got going on, you know, kind of bleed onto me. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you and everybody else that I look up to, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Likewise, bro. Likewise, man. Hey. It's been great having you on, bro. Man, we're going to definitely have to do this again, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, man, um, shoot, shout out to Jonathan Jones, Mr. Tapped In Reviews, host of Uncork, and, you know, everybody stay safe, stay blessed up out there, and we out. It's the first one of the season. Peace. Yeah, and one more thing before we, before we dip out, y'all. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> if you really want somebody, <laughs> if you really want to see somebody with a knife, I'm going to invite you to an episode of Uncorked, and it's going to really be like a topic base where, like, they might bring the knife out. So. Real talk. Hey, <laughs> hey, some of them topics on there. Yeah. yeah somebody <laughs> might bring a knife out. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's been great having you on. Everybody stay safe out there, bro. Oh, yeah. And peace out. Direct with my mouthpiece, that's verbal in the course, just love.